Welcome to Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene McLaughlin. What is Code Red? Glad you asked. It is building a culture of debt elimination through spiritual renewal, education, and discipline. This podcast aims to help you shift your finances and improve your physical and spiritual health. Listen closely as Lady Narlene gives you the tools needed to break cycles and put us on the right path to success. We invite you to lean in, listen up, and take notes as we dive into the Code Red Talk with Lady Narlene. The Bible tells us you're going to die. (laughs) Right. And so uh, it's a necessary topic, but unfortunately, a lot of believers and a lot of unbelievers, they kind of skirt it and Mm -hmm. they just figure... I'm worried about right now. I'm not going to worry about what if something happens. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's the wrong attitude to have. Yeah. I, for me, I'm at the age that I'm starting to think about, okay, well, what do I need to be thinking about for the mm-hmm. future? And then I'm also kind of at the age where I'm I'm talking about what I wish I would have known when I was, you know, 30, 20, 20, 30, mm-hmm. you know, in my late teens. And um, insurance is definitely one of them. I'm I'm glad I I do have life insurance, but I didn't know what I just had. It, it, it's definitely God because I just happened to know somebody who had just gotten into it and they were like trying to get their numbers up. Like, you mm-hmm. need to do this. Mm-hmm. And out of, you know, obligation, I was like, OK. And now I'm glad I did it. But at the time, I didn't really realize why yeah, I was doing it or what it was for. It. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. it was important. I just didn't know. Unfortunately, it's one of those things that parents don't talk to you about, mm-hmm. you know, as a young child. Mm-hmm. So it's in your adulthood that you discover that, wait a minute, they said I can't even buy this car unless I get insurance on it. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. parents don't really bring it up. They don't tell you about it. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to kind of navigate your way through it when you get grown and that ought not to be it doesn't have to be the sticker shock i was like i gotta pay what yeah for what am i getting because because that's what you think about or that's what i was thinking about like what do i get in exchange for this and like right now i don't mean like if something happens what what and do i get my money back if it doesn't happen listen and i do the math and i'm like so every year i'm gonna pay this much money and i'm gonna do that for 10 years and wait a minute I could be saving that money or doing something else and it's like but if yeah, something but what happens if? yes yeah, it's yeah. the what if that yeah. gets us yeah. so uh, I am excited about talking about insurance today in yes. case you don't know what we're going to be talking about yes. it may be one of those things that you think oh that ain't spiritual I don't want to hear that it is very spiritual Ooh. and you do need to hear this yes. whether we want to or not some things are just important in life it's a part of life yeah. and we need to go ahead and accept it and deal with it yeah so insurance what well, okay we generally know what insurance is. It's mm-hmm. it is typically a policy that provides some sort of financial um, financial reparation risk, something in the event, in the event something mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, and they have some um, some terms like what types of things, right? So with car insurances, if you're in an accident, um, I use the example like uh, for your car insurance, you're automatically covered in Florida if a rock hits your windshield mm-hmm. and it splits mm-hmm. up the middle. It's 100. Yeah. percent You don't have to pay anything else yeah. out of pocket. But if you're in in a car accident and you hit a light pole, mm-hmm. you may have to pay for that, depending on the type of insurance that you have. Or at least a deductible you're going to have to pay. Or, or yeah. at least a deductible, yeah, right? Yeah. And so the 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 ins and outs of that, um, I think those are the basics, like insurance. Well, it's something that nobody likes. It's like taxes. You don't like paying them, mm-hmm. but they're necessary. If we didn't pay them, we couldn't get our roads repaired. We couldn't build bridges. We couldn't do all these things that 
that we need to operate in daily in a nation, in a country, a civilized country. Right. So uh, we couldn't pay our politicians. And some people say, well, that's a good thing. But nonetheless, we have to pay taxes. Right. Insurance is one of those things as well that we don't like doing it. We think mm-hmm. we don't need it, mm-hmm. but we really do when we assess everything. Yeah. And I can say I've seen in every arena of insurance, everything from life insurance, health insurance, automotive insurance, uh, workers' comp, liability. I have mm-hmm. seen personally firsthand work with people or companies that did not have the proper insurance they needed mm. at the time and suffered tremendous loss because of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's it's an area that is, like I said, it's, it's not something you enjoy talking about, mm-hmm. but it's needful for us. If we're going to be good stewards, if yeah. we're going to be prosperous, we're going to mm-hmm. bless, you're mm-hmm. going to. It's, it, think about, mm-hmm. you know, you're working so hard to say to purchase a home mm-hmm. and you're just working and you're paying that mortgage on time. You're just working hard. And then your house burns down to the ground. Mm. You don't have fire insurance on it. Ooh. Now, what are you going to do? That's hurtful because you still owe on the mortgage. <laughs> you still owe that bank the balance of that mortgage. And you need to find some place to they, live. Absolutely. Uh, what are you going to do? Miserable. And we have personally experienced this with a relative mm. who had no insurance on his house and uh, it almost burned down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course he didn't have a dime for mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it was very disheartening. And my husband being as gracious as he is came out of his pocket mm-hmm. and paid for almost all of the restoration to Ooh. rebuild his house. Yeah. And, uh, but it was unfortunate because it, it did not have to happen. Mm-hmm. And the excuse was I had the money with me on my way to the bank that day to make the payment. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, but yeah. but it happens. Um, I remember a little young member, she had came to me so elated that she was able to buy a car. She had finally bought a car because mm-hmm. she had bad credit and nobody would loan her the money. And she finally got a car. Well, the first thing I asked her was, well, what's the interest, interest rate on it? Uh, you already <laughs> that, you, admitted, uh, that is your you go-to credit. question. <laughs> and I said, what interest rate are you paying? Yep, yep. I, I mean, what do you mean? I said, what do you what do you mean? You didn't read the paper to know mm-hmm. what she interest rate you're paying? And it was like 19% interest Ooh. rate. 19% interest on a car? rate on a car. Oh, so that's like, terrible. If you don't all, know, that uh, is bad. That's highway robbery. It is usury. They still they stealing, stealing your money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was all excited, and I said, "Well, I'm not gonna rejoice with you on a 19 percent interest rate, but I'm I'm glad if you are that you don't have transportation. Pretty much, some, I said mm-hmm. something like that to her. It wasn't two weeks later. <gasps> no. Two weeks later, she come to me in tears. No, sweetie, what's the problem? No, I had a wreck in the car. <laughs> Well, you had insurance on it, right? Because normally at those type places, you they can't drive off the lot you. without mm-hmm. you having insurance. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I was I was going to get it, and I, I, I told him I was going to make the payment, and but I didn't. <gasps> no. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah. She hadn't had it two to three weeks, and she wrecked it with no insurance on it. So now you don't have a car. So you thought your credit was bad before. Yeah, yeah. Your credit is really jacked up now. And on and on. I've just seen. I've just seen it. People have. They want to run their own business, and you know they want to just grow, and they're gonna have to make all this money in their business, and then something happens. One of their employees get hurt or whatever, and And they don't have insurance. You weren't paying workers' comp insurance on them. Mm -mm. I mean, well, well, I was gonna get it, but you know, (laughs) we were still trying to build our sales up. You have ten employees. You know you should have gotten it way before mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. you know, and, and stuff like that. And it's just it's shameful. And I know there are times it's financially challenging mm-hmm. and you have to make a decision. OK, well, do I pay my light bill this month mm-hmm. or do I pay this insurance policy? Mm-hmm. And you just have to pray for wisdom mm-hmm. and um, that that 
fervor and steadfastness to say, no, this is important. I know my yeah. life building, but I can sit in the dark for a week. Yeah. You know, God yeah. forbid that I should have a wreck. Or can ask for an extension or, yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the chances of you having a car accident are slim, but trust me, as soon as that insurance lapses, it's like the devil kind of just hones in. It's like, just waiting for uh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Stuff like that, it, it happens. I I just got through ministering to a, a lady who just lost her spouse. And, mm. you know, he was 51. And who thinks of dying at 51? Yeah. But it happens all it the does. time. Yeah. And so to see that happen in a family that has no insurance, I just left from there my brother mm-hmm. who had no insurance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and of course, his wife is hysterical. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And we were like, look, baby, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. We, we got it. We're yeah. going to take care of him. Yeah. But nonetheless... He was ahead of his household. Mm-hmm. So it leaves a gap, a big gap. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. And so I've seen it, like I said, in basically every arena mm-hmm. where good, well-intending people and people of note and people who may have a lot of financial resources, but they want to trust God and believe God that if it does happen, God's going to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not being a wise steward mm-hmm. because, again, you spend all this money investing in a home mm-hmm. and you're just going to trust God that nothing's going to happen to it. Mm-hmm. And then lo and behold, something happens to it. Mm-hmm. And now what are you going to do? Now what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I, so, okay, let's run a couple scenarios, right? Because I think you, you've, you've said a lot and I want to, I want to dig into a couple of them. Of course, if you have a vehicle and you know that is your transportation. You need insurance. Mm-hmm. You, um, but in most states, it's the law that you have it um, at least limited, some sort of limited Absolutely. liability. Absolutely. But if it gets broken into, or if it gets, you know, if you get into an accident, and it gets totaled. That's when you start thinking about, or someone gets injured significantly, mm-hmm. have medical bills associated with it, like the insurance. Car insurance, depending on the type that you have, prevents those costs from coming back to you directly. Absolutely. So, you you know, we complain about it like, I don't understand what I'm, why it's so high and what I'm paying for. But the reality is, In if, the long run. If, there is an, if there is an accident, you won't have to pay those medical bills. The insurance company will pay those. Like, and, and even if you don't have an accident. In the states where it is a law that you have it, mm-hmm. if you get stopped or if you have an accident or someone hits you mm-hmm. and you don't have it, mm-hmm. you get written up and or possibly taken to jail right there Ooh. on the spot because okay. you mm-hmm. broke the law. Mm-hmm. You are driving without insurance. Yeah. And it's against the law. Yeah. So you may not have paid that insurance policy, but you're going to pay now yeah. to get out of jail or to pay those court, those court costs or literally have to spend six months or so in jail. And it's not worth it. So, uh, it's, it's just not, uh, you know. It's just not yeah. I, my time is important. To so. us who are saying <laughs> yes. all the drama and all the stuff that's now on your record, it's not. You know that it's just add up the cost, and it's definitely yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Okay. So that's if you have a car. If you have a home, make sure you have homeowners insurance mm-hmm. that covers for theft, uh, any sort of like fire, yep. some water damage, depending on the and policies. Again, if you have a mortgage on it, there they are going to require that you get insurance. Okay. Now people don't know, but if you don't have it and prove that you have it, they are going to force place a policy on you. The bank is going to, or the lender is going to automatically put coverage on your house that will protect them only. It won't okay. protect you. Okay. It's going to protect their interest, their mortgage interest on that house. Okay. And uh, it's called collateral protection insurance. Mm-hmm. So in the event that it does burn down or a hurricane blows it down mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. the bank's mortgage will be paid off. 
Gotcha. You still are left with nothing. You still don't have a house have and you still have yes. a mortgage to pay. But that insurance is tacked onto your mortgage note. Okay. And so they're going to make sure that they are covered. Gotcha. But in some cases, if you are buying a house the way first party and they're mm-hmm. holding a note or something like that, mm-hmm. they won't go that length to help you. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, look, you better have insurance on this house because mm-hmm. if it, something happens to it. It's on you. It's on you. You know, but as a landlord, many of them will keep coverage on it. Like I'm a landlord and Mm -hmm. I do have coverage on all of my rental properties because I know that people won't do it. Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. when you're leasing and renting. And you're supposed to have renter's insurance. Their their property is going to be covered. You know, this house burned down and at least least my property's covered. No, it's not. Uh. That comes under rental's insurance. It is not covered on that owner's policy. Yep. So that's the other thing. So if, whether you're a homeowner or a renter, and renter's insurance is really, really, really affordable. Cheap. It's, it's like cheap. less than twenty dollars, even for the like yeah. the, the, the the moderate end of it. So, um, and it's worth it if something happens to that's out of your control, but it impacts your belongings. You're covered. I had a tenant as well. Again, I've been through every scenario. <laughs> she she broke the little. St- little turn knob on the toilet Mm -hmm. where you can turn your water on and Mm -hmm, off. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She was mopping and she hit it and she broke it. And so the water started running all over the floor. Mm -hmm. Well, she didn't know how to go outside and turn the water water off. So the water just ran and ran and ran. (gasps) It was in a condo that I own. And the water went underneath her floors and went next door to the neighbor's condo. So it was a mess. So she calls hysterical. Oh, just hysterical. And I said, well, you have tenants insurance done because I have a lot of insurance. It's Mm going to be covered. Okay, Mm -hmm. It's going to be covered. But none of your furniture because all the couches had gotten wet mm-hmm, all this kind mm-hmm, of stuff mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think so she was just hysterical and I'm like mm-hmm. well <laughs> I'm sorry you mm-hmm. first of all it was your fault that you did yeah, but secondly yeah. you yeah. know if you don't have tons of insurance none of your stuff that's damaged it's going to be, be covered. covered yeah because yeah. your insurance covers the, the structure the infrastructure yeah. not yeah. not the things yeah. in it and fortunately she did have it but she was hysterical that night and I'm like mm-hmm. baby if you find out you ain't got insurance you're really going to be hysterical mm-hmm. But yeah, but thank God she did have it. Okay, so whether you own your home or you're a renter, you should have a policy. Um, if you are a landlord, mm-hmm. you should have insurance and a policy to cover in the event that something happens. I had a fire attendant who set a fire. Oh, Lord. Yes. But <laughs> you need to write a book. <laughs> I, literally, I mean, I've just experienced like another all this stuff. Yeah. She, she, um, was making tea or something on the stove and left the pot on and goes in the back of the house and next thing they know there's smoke all in the house and mm-hmm. they had to get the child out of the house and everybody mm. out of the house you know and all this kind of stuff yeah wow. and uh, but again they didn't have tenant insurance but I sure enough had fire and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and liability yeah. insurance on yep, it you know yep. I was able to get everything get everything covered but had I not then look where I would have been right now I've got no rent coming in now mm-hmm. my house is destroyed mm-hmm. you know and so. Mm-hmm. No, it's just wise to do that. You can avoid a lot of additional pitfalls if you take care of those things and, to your point, are a good steward of of the things that God entrusts you with, you with. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. okay, so that's that. So we, we kind of talked about where you live in and how you're getting around. So car and home, whether you're renting or, or, or renting to someone, whether you are the renter or whether you own. But let's talk a little bit about life insurance because mm. – that's the conversation. Like, I had a really good conversation with my mom, and I started the conversation as, like, I literally said, Mom, this this feels very morbid to me, but we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, okay, right? And I said, I just, I need to understand 
what insurances you have in place, where are the policies in the event something happens, mm-hmm. what your wishes are, um, you know, if, if, if you're not capable of making, you know, those medical decisions and things like that for yourself. Um, and so she was like, okay. And we, we talked about it, but I know people, a lot of people are reluctant oh, yeah. to have that conversation. So how, how do you, how do you approach life insurance? Like, well, with the experience I've had personally and with church members mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. often have a significant relative to die and they don't have sufficient insurance or no insurance mm-hmm. and they want to come to the church for assistance, mm-hmm. well, I read them their Miranda rights <laughs> and I let them know, you should have been a better steward and had stuff in place, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I'm very tactful, as mm-hmm. we all know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very straightforward with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I don't dodge around the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I said, I just got the minister to someone who lost their spouse. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I asked them, mm-hmm. did he did have insurance? insurance? Mm-hmm. You know, because, again, the burden will otherwise fall on the church or mm-hmm. even us personally have assisted in mm-hmm. burying various people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. This is morbid. But we had a situation where a gentleman lost his wife. And um, remarried, and a few years later, lost his second wife. Did not have insurance on the first one at all. And so the second go-around, I asked my husband, have you consulted him yet about did he have insurance? Because I have a sneaky suspicion that he did not. (gasps) Did he? I never got the details, but I really don't think he did. I really don't. And that's very sad. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. very sad Mm -hmm. that you would put that burden on someone else, on Mm -hmm. your brother, on Mm -hmm. your family Mm -hmm. members. Mm -hmm. And in the first case, we paid for most of the funeral. Mm -hmm. And you would not consider, you know, Paul talks about him laboring amongst the churches. And he said to the Corinthians church in particular, he said, I came to you, even though I had a need, I did not put that burden on you. Mm -hmm. I did not ask you for anything. Mm -hmm. God provided from the Macedonians and other churches Mm -hmm. that met my Mm -hmm. need. Mm -hmm. And so I will continue to bear my own burdens. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. God will continue to take care of me. Mm -hmm. But we as Christians, we don't, we want to flip the switch and use the verse where it says, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, he also said, (laughs) bear your own burdens. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said that we ought to, let the dead bury the dead. Mm-hmm. You know, you take care of those type of things that are natural mm-hmm. and let the church take care of the spiritual needs and the spiritual things of God because mm-hmm. we're here to, to take care of the living, mm-hmm. to help to feed the hungry, take mm-hmm. care of the, the widows and the orphans. Yeah. We're not here as a church body to bury mm-hmm. bury people. The dead are dead. And it seems yeah. cruel sometimes, but that's the way Jesus put it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way when you look at the real essence of the church mm-hmm. is to help give life, not to help take care of the dead. Yeah. And so we strongly recommend and encourage all men everywhere, mm-hmm. you need to have some degree of life policy on significant people in your life, mm-hmm. mom, handicapped brother, sister, or mm-hmm. someone of that nature, mm-hmm. or just yourself and particularly if you have a family. Now, if you're a single person and you say, look, I don't have any children, mm-hmm. all my relatives are past pretty much, I mean, why should they have insurance? Mm-hmm. Well, you really still don't have to, mm-hmm. but you can get a small burial policy. Burden, yeah, mm-hmm. something to take the burden off of your friends mm-hmm. or, again, off of your church members to mm-hmm. say, look, she at least had a burial policy. Let's mm-hmm. give her a decent burial, mm-hmm. you know, praise God for her or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that you would have to be buried. You serve the Lord all your life, and then we've got to use the, the city funeral lot to bury you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's just. 
The Bible says that a righteous man or woman will leave an inheritance, not just spiritual wisdom and insight, mm-hmm. but a tangible inheritance to his grandchildren, mm-hmm. not just to his children and immediate family members, mm-hmm. but to the grand, to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, what are you leaving them? Mm. Be- bills and debt, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's not representing God at all. Yeah. And that's not being a true man or woman of God. You were not good stewards. You were not responsible. All you left your family were burdens of bills and debt and now a bad name. Yeah, and I, you know, one of the things when you were talking about that verse when Jesus said, let the the dead bury the dead, I think about as believers, we are alive in Christ, and we we shouldn't be operating the same way the world does. Absolutely. We should, we we are called to be good stewards and to um, be financially responsible and to be proactive and to, and so if if that's who God has called us to be, we we need to take a deep breath, you know, put our shoulders back and, and do the the things that God is calling us to do and trust that he's going to provide and um, he's going to give us guidance and wisdom on how to do that, how to choose an insurance agent and what to add, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah. But we should be doing that. Absolutely. But most of us act like the widow and kings where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she died and they said, okay, we're going to put your kids, we're going to cause your kids to be indigent servants because you left owing us a lot of money, preacher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You was a preacher. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to take your boys and make them slaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not a good. That's not the legacy uh, and the no, yeah you that you want to leave for your children's for your children's. Family. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I've heard saints make comments like when you ask them, "Do you have insurance?" I don't care what happened to me. They can just throw me anywhere. They can just you know burn my body and throw it in the sea. Well, it costs to cremate. Okay? It does. They don't just cremate you for free. Yeah. And so it costs less, but it still costs. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And to just bury you in a papa's grave, then it's gonna throw the body in there. They gotta put you in a box. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, so yeah, mm-hmm. just think about it. Think it through. Yeah. And when you're young, life insurance is literally almost free. It is so cheap. It is. So cheap. It is. I just renewed my grandson's policy. I pay uh once a year. Mm-hmm. For the year. Mm-hmm. Forty nine dollars. <laughs> You're like, if you could get anything for $49, $49 for the whole yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one meal. Yeah. You go to a nice restaurant, mm-hmm. you're going to pay that for mm-hmm. a meal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you'll ask people, well, do you have insurance on you? Mm-hmm. Well, my mm-hmm. job, they have it on my job. What if you lose your job tomorrow? Yes. And what if, you know, yeah. that happens a lot now. And what if you quit? Because yeah. most young people don't stay on jobs very long. Right. Um, and you got to think about that, too. If you do have coverage on your job or mm-hmm. wherever, Make sure you put the right person down as the beneficiary. Yes, because it can get caught uh, up in. They get the money. They don't spend it on your funeral, on your burial, or anything else. Listen, so I had an instance where someone didn't have anyone listed as their beneficiary, mm-hmm. and they passed away. And um, I learned that there's a you know an order that it goes in automatically. Mm-hmm. So it goes to the spouse first. If they don't have a spouse, which the person didn't have a spouse, it goes to the child. Well, the child was you know allegedly they may they may have been involved in the, in the parent passing, so they they weren't gonna give it to the child. Mm-hmm. So then it went to the parents, but the parents were all elderly and they didn't know like what all they needed to do. And yeah. I mean it became it was a mess. It was a mess, and all the person had to do was literally just put fill out put put a name and a phone number and an address. And we was had it. a similar situation could have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our employees, his brother passed mm-hmm. and he comes and says, you know, you think the church can help me bear my brother? Mm-hmm. You know, brother never set foot in this ministry. Brother, mm-hmm. to our knowledge, was not a Christian. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, he says, well, none of the other brothers and sisters want to tip in or whatever. And, I said, and so you want us to, mm-hmm. uh, not being cruel or cold, mm-hmm. but however, no, sir, we, we don't do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, and they just want to just cremate them, you know, because it's cheap, but I don't want to cremate my brother. Well, you don't have money, mm-hmm. and none of them have money, so mm-hmm. you might want to just go ahead and opt for that option. Mm-hmm. Well, he still was pretty like, yeah, yeah. I said, well, look, what about you? Mm-hmm. Do you have insurance? He said, well, yeah, yeah, I work here, so I got it. I said, oh, that's right. You do work for us. <laughs> but I said, oh, that's right. You know, yeah. we, Because we definitely mm-hmm. automatically give them free mm-hmm. life insurance. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, who's the beneficiary on your, par- on your policy? Well, my son is. His son was a known drug user mm-hmm. in the street, mm-hmm. had babies in the street, all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, who? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I didn't know anybody else to put, you know, I didn't want to put my ex-wife on there, so I put my, put my, put my son on there. I said, you're not paying the premium on that policy. We are. Mm-hmm. And the purpose is, first of all, so you can have a decent burial and funeral, mm-hmm. having worked and served in the ministry mm-hmm. for all these years. We yeah. don't want you to have a pauper's funeral or, yeah. you know, no, we want you to have a, a proper burial. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And so he said, oh, well, I said, are we assured that your son is going to do that? No. Uh I was not assured at all. And I said, let me strongly <laughs> mm-hmm. encourage you to mm-hmm. go and fill out that form and put the church on as an additional beneficiary on mm-hmm. your policy. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be the sole beneficiary or mm-hmm. even the, the main beneficiary. But, enough but to you better leave some of that money mm-hmm. to the church so we can do what it was intended to do. Yeah. And yeah. he did. He came in the next day Good. and he changed his beneficiary because like, no, dude, yeah. that's not the purpose of it. And I think like that's one of the things that is a, like a misnomer, right? You know, some people have had experiences with churches and their perception is, oh, you know, they just want your money. They just want to be in your business. Da, 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 da. No, when you are in a sound place, a wealthy place, when you're in a place that is truly um, concerned and cares about the, the, the flock they're responsible yeah. for, those are very normal conversations to yes. have. And they really do want to make sure it's, it's not about chasing money. It's about making sure that you have in place the things that you, um, you know, desire to have in place when mm-hmm. you're gone and that it goes to the right place. Absolutely. Especially if you don't have anybody in your family who's Absolutely. prepared or equipped we recently to make lost those an decisions. Employee that, you know, we never thought she would pass in her mm-hmm. 40s, mm-hmm. vibrant, you know, mm-hmm. full of life. Mm-hmm. Thank God we had insurance on her mm-hmm. here at the church, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. her mother now, elderly mother, mm-hmm. didn't have to fret or worry about what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because when I talked to her mom, I said, don't worry about it. You yep, know, yep. we had policy on her. So yeah, yeah. she's going to be able to get buried and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it's already a stressful time. And if you have yeah. family that has certain needs, if you have special needs or elderly mm-hmm. people or if you have children, my um, my nephew's mother passed when he was three. And so my parents raised him, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, he had a trust in, in in his name. And so when he turned 18, mm-hmm. he was able to, you know, get that. And they were able to, you know, bury her and do some things with that. But it was in support of him being able to get off to a great start as an adult mm-hmm. and, you know, to relieve some of that burden from from whoever was going to write. Yeah, because ra- yeah. mm-hmm. my parents were older, you yeah. know. And, and, and if we're not thinking about that, then it's a disservice to the people that we claim to love. Absolutely. And I was going to say, you don't really love your family. Yeah. It's, it's kind of selfish. I'm just concerned about me right now. I got my bills to pay. Mm-hmm. I got to do this. I got to do this. And we just told you for for a missed meal a month, mm-hmm. 
for just taking soda out of your diet for a day for mm-hmm. some people, <laughs> you can afford a life insurance yeah. policy. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just unexcusable. So where can people go to get, like, to to learn more about, like, how do they get a life insurance policy? Sometimes I think the hurdle to doing something as believers is not knowing where to not start. Knowledgeable. They're not knowledgeable. So where, where, well, where can people go? We're in the information age right now, first and foremost, so we're without mm-hmm. excuse. If you mm-hmm. can read, you can go online mm-hmm. and Google mm-hmm. life insurance. Mm-hmm. They'll give you quotes from 50 different, different companies. <laughs> mm-hmm. The problem with that is when you go online and say, give me some quotes and some comparisons on the, on the life insurance or health insurance mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. homos, any other type of policies, mm-hmm. you get 18,000 agents call you immediately as soon yes. as you type your email in or <laughs> type your phone number in. Yes. They all start calling you. Yes. Um, so, again, you can go online, look at agencies that are out there, ask someone you know who's your insurance agent, who do you have insurance through, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of get a feel of, working with the right type of agent. Okay. Some agents are going to want to sell you more, a lot more insurance that you need because mm-hmm. they get a greater commission. Mm-hmm. They make their money off of commissions based on mm-hmm. the amount of coverage that you get and stuff okay. like that. Okay. So in both arenas, the homeowners and in the uh, life insurance. Life insurance, yeah. So um, be careful in selecting the right agent. Okay. Um, learn about what the insurance means and what it covers because oftentimes people will think they have insurance for one thing, but they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and so stuff like health insurance or disability insurance or that accidental like death that. and dismemberment. Uh, like when I learned off, that it's off. a ripoff, I was like, oh, take that off. Hey, I you. actually sold it. I didn't personally, but I worked mm-hmm. for the insurance company they that sold it. it. Mm-hmm. And um, one of our agents was just selling it like hotcakes mm-hmm. in Louisiana, just mm-hmm. selling it all over the place. And so a person called me one day and says, I think they, they added this extra dollar ninety nine cents a month onto my it was for when you bought an appliance or bought mm-hmm. a washing machine, and mm-hmm. if you died, it would pay it off and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was accidental death. Remember mm. it. To prove that is like almost impossible. You got to die on February the 29th, <laughs> which comes around what every seven every years, four years. February the 29th, you got to lose both limbs, both <laughs> eyes, both legs. Yeah. You got to be in an airplane accident. Yes. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very strenuous what they define as yeah, accidental death and yeah. And yes. so it is uh, a rip off insurance. I would not. I'd encourage anybody to get it mm-hmm. at all unless mm-hmm. it's coming free with something that you're purchasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know that most credit unions, like my credit union, Vistar, it will give you free AD&D coverage. It's like for a, a dollar, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, you can get AD&D coverage. But again, mm-hmm. the chances of you mm-hmm. <laughs> exercising it or mm-hmm. using it is kind of null and void. Mm-hmm. So you kind of skip policies like that. Mm-hmm. But um, but a whole or term, figure out. That's going to fit. What the, works each, for you? Yes, what works for you. Yep. Because if you're at a certain stage in your life mm-hmm. or if you're single and mm-hmm. don't have dependents mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. that will determine what type of insurance you need and how much you need. Yeah. And your condition, physical condition, of course, is going to determine how much you can afford. Yeah. So if you're struggling with any type of diabetes, heart mm-hmm. condition, mm-hmm. Uh, obesity, yep. your rates are going to be high. If you're a smoker, if you're a smoker, they drinker, skyrocket. Yeah. they're going to yeah. be very high. Yeah. And so it's best to get it when you're young and when you're healthy because mm-hmm. most of the policies, once you get in them, mm-hmm. that's fine. You mm-hmm. can get sick all you want to later on, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you now have coverage. Yeah. But if you're already sick when you're trying to apply for it, 
then most companies will cover you, but it's going to be for a premium price. Yeah, and I would also encourage, um, you know, having older parents, um, if you are older and you or or if you have health issues, you still can get coverage. Don't Absolutely. don't don't be deceived and think that you can't. You can. Um, you just have to do a little bit more work and energy to find the right coverage for you. I would um, encourage elderly people. AARP. AARP. A- a- yes. Go to AARP. Yep, yep. They they specialize in working with seniors. Yes. In all manner of coverage. Yep. Everything from homeowners, yep. auto. Yep. All of that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Their premiums will be. Reasonable premiums, but you're you're only going to be able to, to limit it to get a certain amount of coverage. Yeah, you're not going to be able to go and get a million dollars worth of coverage, and right. you're 80 years old. Right, nobody's going to write that. Right, 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 right. So, but still, you can get enough to to have a burial, burial to take care of if you have a an outstanding mortgage or if you you know refinance your home absolutely. or anything like that. You can mm-hmm. you can calculate that and then mm-hmm. make sure that coverage is there. Yeah, yeah. awesome. So there are a number of factors you have to consider. You just don't run out and get a life policy and say, okay. The agent said I needed five hundred thousand dollars coverage, so that's what I got. Mm-mm. And then when you like, well, wait a minute, you don't have any children, you're mm-hmm. not married, mm-hmm. you own your home. You- yeah, why did you figure <laughs> you needed that amount of coverage? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. he said I did. Mm-hmm. So who are you going to leave it to? What are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, there's no mortgage you have to pay off. There's mm-hmm. no this and that. And that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. there's not a real good reason for you to get that amount of coverage. Yeah. But on the flip side, if you if you are a married spouse with mm-hmm. children and all mm-hmm. that, young you children, died, yep. your income stops. And so mm-hmm. now how is that widow going to take care of your children right? and continue to pay the bills and all that kind of stuff? So right. you definitely need it in those cases. Yep. Good. So Well, good. Yeah. Final thoughts? Anything, yeah. anything you want to leave the people it's, with? Again, we have to open our mindset and not be so in the now focused and, you know, and so, so self-absorbed in the world. I'm not concerned about them. I'm just concerned about me. Or what about my bills right now? I'm concerned about that. I, I ain't have time to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get sick mm-hmm. and then you say, I can't afford my medicine or I can't do this. Well, you chose not to get insurance. Mm-hmm. Even on your job where they're practically giving it to you for free, they're mm-hmm. paying 50% or 75% of it. Well, right. I still can't afford it. Do it. Well, now you get sick again. Mm-hmm. And not even made you sick. Mm-hmm. You just get the flu or something. Mm-hmm. But you need to go see the doctor. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the specialist doctors I see, he charges $250 each visit. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, Lord. Now, you do the math. Mm-hmm. If you, you got to go pay. and a follow-up and you got to do a uh-huh. checkup and, mm-hmm. okay, that's three. All you right. got to run lab tests and run all a that test kind of And you got to read you. Yeah. Okay, that's four. Okay, we had $1,000 already. Mm-hmm. And we, we haven't even. That you didn't want to pay that $20 a month mm-hmm. or that $15, $30, $50 a month, whatever, to get yourself covered when you thought that's just too much money. Mm-hmm. And one incident, one minor incident, we won't talk about major incidents. I was going to say, that's not even hospitalization not, no, and like no, no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's just, just having a, to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or the emergency room in the middle of the night. Emergency rooms are ridiculous. It's $1,000 off yeah, top. If yeah. you go to the emergency room, it's going to be $1,000. Yeah. So, well, I'll just take that risk. Okay. Mm-mm. And now next <laughs> month, you can't pay your rent because they're sending me all these notices that I got all these medical bills and now it's hurt my credit and now I can't get this and get that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Get insurance. Count up the cost. Count the cost. Count it up. Yes. If you love if you love your family, I think that's the thing. If you love your family like you say you do, then Probably. be proactive mm-hmm. and continue to love them past you no longer being on this earth, right? Mm-hmm. Like prepare prepare for them. Pre- help prepare for them and yep. lay away lay away um, you know, all this needed and resources that are needed in your absence. Absolutely. So Absolutely. all right. Being a good steward. 
be a good steward. That's, that should be the title. Be a good steward. Get some insurance. Um, listen, we pray that something was said today that blessed you and moved you to action, particularly to get some insurance if you don't, if you're not already covered. But um, please like and share this podcast with a friend or loved one. And listen, we're on all the platforms. So share, 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 share. And if you'd like more information on Code Red, please check us out at tphim.org or email us at info at tphim.org. Until the next episode, see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Buy insurance. <laughs> <laughs>